Welcome to Fail Faster, Succeed Sooner with Dr. C, the academic entrepreneur. Some of the most successful stories in business started from failure, sometimes even multiple failures. The guests on our program have faced failure, learned to understand it, and have used it to their advantage. You can too. Get ready for success. Now, here's your host, Dr. Cheryl Lentz. Welcome, everyone. It is terrific to have you back. I am Dr. Cheryl Lentz. Uh, you are listening to Fail Faster, Succeed Sooner with Dr. C, the academic entrepreneur. As we look at the idea, today we want to take a little deeper dive in actually defining what failure might mean to us. We have an interesting guest that's going to be joining us in there, and I love how he defines failure. We'll be talking with guest Dan Zitovsky, founder of Creating True Passive Wealth. And there's something key that's got my attention from him over the years, and the one key word is doing what I want, when I want, where I want, with whom I want. Now, think about what that means from the idea of the structure of your current schedule. As I sit out and look out at the studio, I have a wonderful Norman Rockwell, and it's been snowing for the last hour and a half, and it's so about an inch or so on the ground. It's not a big deal when you don't have to drive in it. I work at home. I have a much different control of my schedule, so success for me is the ability to control where I go, when I go, with whom I work, with whom I don't work, what I do, and how I do it for often as I do it. And the idea is that to me is success. And so many people will turn to the entrepreneurial model because the idea is that cement jungle, that cubicle that becomes a jail cell, that ability to look at how you spend your time and how you're forced because we're all looking at how we make a living, right? We're going to be coming to the holidays pretty soon and everyone, new people you're going to meet going, hi, I'm so-and-so. And they will often ask you, well, what do you do? And the implication is, what do you do to make money to finance your lifestyle? And many of us will automatically revert back to our jobs. And yes, most of the people you will meet will be W-2 folks. They have a job. They will tell you what they do, that they exchange their time for somebody else's money. Now, the question becomes, does that work for you? And for some Maybe a very safe way of going forward. But yet they have the ability that they'll whine a little bit, right? You've heard those folks going, gosh, if only I won the lottery. Remember that big billion-dollar lottery that we have? And the commercials they're running here in Chicago are all about, what would you do with all that time? Not the question, which most of us would think, is what are you going to do with all that money? The idea is money buys our freedom. And when we're looking at how we define success or failure, for many of us, it's not about the amount of money that we make, simply the ability of the freedom we have to make it. And I have a very loose schedule, and I like it that way, that I have computer will travel, like we'll travel all over the world, or have the ability to reorientate my schedule, just like today, I as long as I have internet access, I can choose to work, I can choose not to work, I don't have to go anywhere, and so this nice little pleasant wonderful snow that's falling down and I can see across from the lake. It's beautiful because I don't have to drive in it. So success for me is, you know, it's kind of nice if I'm going to be stuck in snow, which is again, not my idea of a good time yet, but those are other reasons that I make the best I can with it because my idea of success is being able to be more in control of my schedule, more in control of the investments I make, more in control of how I choose to spend my time. I spend about half my time, as you know, my name is the academic entrepreneur. I've got one foot in academia, one foot in the business world. 
Well, that platform in academia is in that footprint is getting less and less. Why? I want to have more control of my time. And by being an entrepreneur and being owner ownership of my own business, I tend to have the ability of looking at what's called passive income. Active income is I am going into a job and I am actively working eight hours a day getting this particular paycheck, be it by an hourly rate or be it by a salary rate. For me, as the owner, I get the ability to do a lot more than that. I like looking at some of the things that um, Dan and others have exposed me to over the years as passive income. I send those Benjamins out to work on their own. That means I don't have to go with them. They go out and I invest in all kinds of things that would be non-considered that I'm sitting in an active way of having to pick up the phone and smile and dial or I have to pick up the phone or sit in a cubicle or or do something that's going to be in active ways where I have to be in control in that moment. Most of the time there's an awful lot of things that go on in the background. Those Benjamins go out to work and at the end of the day come home and I don't even know where they went. But they, get, they pay me things. They pay me dividends. They pay me interest. They pay me um, differences in the bills that I would have in terms of an investments that, you know, the Benjamins I borrowed for a little bit and then I get more of them when they come back in the door, at least ideally. The idea is to have more than when you came in the door than when they went out to work this morning. But that's all happening. That Remember that quote that we'll have is it's easier to have 10% of a lot of people's income than 100% of your own. I've got lots of different Benjamins working for me. It's not just me. So that means when I can sit here and look at this pretty picture outside, that success is really admiring it instead of watching all the cars go by and knowing that sometime this afternoon when that rush hour traffic is going to hit and people are going to spend upwards of two hours in traffic because of this white stuff on the, on the ground in order to be able to earn their living. And I couldn't do that anymore. I like the ability of having my freedom. I like the ability of restructuring my lifestyle so that I don't have to. I can want to. And here in a few hours, as soon as the kids get out of school, my uh, the lake across here is going to have all kinds of kids and, and sleds and moms and dads and spending time in that free time. That, to me, is success. To me, the idea was failure of trying to figure out, well, how do I get more of time but yet still have the same amount of money or more for my efforts? And so this is what Dan's going to talk to us about today because we want to have the ability of looking at how can you be more efficient in your time and how can you make choices that you are in control of the choices. Many of us feel restricted because retirement is not a function of age. It's a function of money. And so many people, I don't know if you've met many of them, but some of them have retired in their 20s. Some of them have never had a job at all. Some of us are trying to get out of our W-2 and to look at it. And if you have a W-2, that means you're exchanging your time for somebody else's money. And unless your name's on the door, guess what? They're in charge. And when you're looking at some of these interesting stories we've had along this radio show so far, has been the, how do you get to that success? And the question really is, how do you define it first? When we looked at things like WD-40, right? It, it was a new solution to a problem that took them 39 different ways to get it right. They finally hit WD-40 and now it was a million dollar product. Wouldn't you like to be the guy that invented that? How about Post-it Notes? That was an initially a failure on one level and it became a success. And so therein lies the idea of how are you defining success? And here is the greatest quote that I've heard so far. We're always about optimism and pessimism, right? The, cap's, the cup is half full, the cup is half empty. All right, here's a novel concept. Fill up the cup. 
how many of us choose to keep things as it is, assuming that we have to accept the status quo? And by filling up the glass, it no longer has to be half full or half empty. We are more in control of being the person who's deciding not only how we see it, but what's in it. And I found that fascinating going, why do we have to settle for what is? We can just change the rules and going, all right, that doesn't have to be half full. It doesn't have to be half empty. Just fill up the glass and the conversation's over. I like it. So this is why we're going to be looking at how are you defining your success in your terms? Do you like to work? And there are many who do if they're a passion, if they're saving the world. Uh, I've met some people in the Peace Corps. I've met some folks at the United Nations. They don't work a day in their life because that is just what gets them up in the morning. Yay! But isn't that what all of us might want? Is what gets you up in the morning because if you don't call it work, you'll never work a day in your life because it brings you that passion. It brings you that fulfillment and it brings you that safety and security. And many people seem to think that they are a victim of their circumstances. And I find that I don't want to be a victim of my circumstance. I want to have the ability to be more in control, to change the parameters of success and failure, to be able to make sure that, as in the words of Dan, who you'll meet here very shortly, that I can do what I want, when I want, where I want, with whom I want. And it is all in my control. And that's where the idea of passive income and investing and being in control, I didn't have to give up my day job transitioned over the years. And now I spend a little bit of my teaching, which is that W-2 that comes in the door, and a lot more of my passive income that frees me up to do more of what I want. And hopefully for a little bit less time that I will be able to have a lifestyle that's far more effective. And according to what I and how I define success. So I want you to stick around and pay very close attention to some of the things that Dan's going to be offering to us today, because these are some very unique success or failure to success stories that you can turn your life around if that's what you choose as you define success to make sure that you're going to be able to have the parameters and what I like to call sending those Benjamins out to work to have that freedom so that I can do what I want with whom I want, when I want for as often as I want. So we're going to go to break here soon. I want you to come back, get your pencils ready. We're going to be talking with Dan Zakowski, and we will be looking at being able to look at strategies that are going to help you be in more in control, particularly when you look at investing and in the real estate market. So if when we come back for break, I will introduce you to an amazing guest that has been doing this for over two decades and he's been helping me a little bit here as well. That's why I'm so excited that Dan's going to be here to join us today to give you a little peek about what's possible. Because quite frankly, I grew up in a world that this wasn't possible. And I didn't know about any of these amazing things that can send those Benjamins out to work while I'm sleeping. They're constantly working. And let's just say I'm not, at least not actively. So I want you to uh, sharpen your listening skills today. And let's look at possibility thinking. But you first have to start with how you're going to define success. And we're going to translate into where you are, into where you might like to be. So you're listening to Fail Faster, Succeed Sooner. I'm Dr. Cheryl Lentz. And we'll be right back after these messages. So stay tuned. (laughs) 
Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Congratulations on obtaining your doctorate degree and your first university faculty position. Well done. The university expects you to publish and you don't know where to begin. Contact the Refractive Thinker Team, the premier academic publishing house, where discriminating scholars publish with purpose. To learn more about the 16-time award-winning series just for doctoral scholars, contact Dr. Cheryl Lentz at 702-719-9214 or visit the website refractivethinker.com. That's refractivethinker.com. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Are you a graduate or doctoral student pursuing your master's or doctorate degree? Do you continue to struggle with your writing to meet university expectations? Hire an award-winning editing and coaching team to help you earn that degree faster. We provide individualized programs to meet your unique needs. Graduation awaits. Call us to make your appointment today. The first call is free. Contact Dr. Cheryl Lentz at 702-719-9214 or at refractivethinker.com. That's refractivethinker.com. The business community's first choice in Internet talk radio. Voice America Business Network. You're tuned in to Fail Faster, Succeed Sooner. To reach Dr. C or her guest today, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. Or send an email to Dr. Cheryl Lentz at gmail.com. Now, back to Fail Faster, Succeed Sooner. Here's Dr. C. And we're back. Thank you so much for joining us today. We are joined by guest Dan Zakowski, founder of Creating True Passion Wealth. He's going to share his experience as a best-selling author. He's a wealth builder, professional speaker, because he's had really amazing experience over the last two decades with working with clients to build equity in their portfolio through investments. And I like the passive part of this in there. So welcome, Dan. We're thrilled you could join us today. Thank you so much, Dr. Z. I, I appreciate being on the show and taking the time. And you know, I love doing these type of shows for listeners that are really passionate about making a change in their life and uh, realizing what their true passion is and what their true vision is. So I, I appreciate you having me on, and hopefully we can bring some value to you guests. Absolutely. Well, let them get to know you just a little bit. So give us an elevator speech, if you will, a little bit of your background and how you find yourself where you are today. Great. Well, I did start back in 1990 uh, investing in real estate, and a lot of it came from, I thought that's where my passion was, and, and it was, and what I was looking to do is become successful, and I thought money was success back then, and that's that'll lead into a lot of where my failure happened. Um, from there, I've, I've been involved in every form of real estate, I think you can imagine, from rental properties to uh, fix and flip to wholesaling. I've fixed and flipped over a thousand properties. I've been involved in over two thousand transactions, 
And I learned that the best thing I could do is ultimately becoming the bank. Um, and how I did that is a lot of my failure, and I know the show was based on fail fast, and a lot of my, and I didn't fail as fast as I probably should have. And most people, when they look at me and they think that, you know, they think I'm crazy when I talk about the type of, uh, the type of failure um, I envisioned or I, I came across is for a long period of time, and I'm going to say about approximately seven, eight years, we were flipping. So fix and flipping, you know, this flip this house type of stuff. I was very, very successful with it. And when I say very successful, I mean monetarily I was very successful. I was flipping anywhere from 30 to 40 properties a year, and I was netting anywhere from 45000 and up per property. Um, so you just figure out the numbers. We were making seven figures, multiple seven figures, year after year, uh, for a good seven, eight years. Uh, we had everything you can imagine. And then I had the nicest cars, boats, uh, watches. I have a watch collection that can choke most people. Um, vacationing whenever I wanted. Just endless amount of money. Money didn't matter at that point. But what happened is I was working myself 80 to 100 hours a week. And I wasn't here for my kids. But I grew up in a life where it was very tough. I grew up where we didn't have a lot of money. I grew up where the household wasn't a great household. My parents weren't really around much. Um, and I always swore that I would never do that to my kids. So I always thought that, hey, if I make a lot of money, I'm going to be successful. That's success to me. But what happened is probably about seven, eight years ago, this now happened. Um, we had a, I still remember to this day, and it's in my book. It's chapter one. It's my why. And I get choked up even talking about it now. It's my wife had we had a big argument and uh, and when you have an argument you think you're doing everything right and you're providing the vehicles that your wife wants you're providing the the jewelry and you're providing the boat and you're providing everything they want monetarily and then they just cripple you at the legs and basically she came out of me and she says we don't want that you wanted that we just wanted you here and now your kids don't even know who you are and it just crippled me I was missing kids birthday parties I was missing their sporting events because I had to go out there and work 80 to 100 hours a week to make the money to chase what I thought was success. And what I thought was success, because I didn't grow up with it, was the cars, the watches, the boats, the money, just throwing money around, going out all the time. And I realized back then, you know, and it was hard. It was like a knife went through my heart. I crumbled. I still remember I started crying, and I didn't know what to do because I didn't know what else I could do. And I said, well, I know how to go out there, and I know how to make money. But I didn't know how to create a life and a vision for my family. And uh, I got to the point where I almost lost my wife, almost lost my kids, almost lost everything, and went into a deep depression, whereas I didn't know what else I could do because I said, you know what, I'm becoming worse than my parents were growing up. And I swore at that point, I said, I got to do something, and I got to figure out how to do this, but most, what's most important to me. And when I drew it, I actually wrote out my list. And it's one of my napkin presentations. And there's probably about 30 or 40, maybe 50 napkin presentations, and that's it. And people have actually taken them and framed them. And I used to just draw things out when I met with people. And I drew this out, and I, I said, what do I really love in life? What do I really want in life? And everything kept coming back to, I'm doing all this for my family. I'm doing all this to spend more time with my family. I'm doing all this so I don't have to work a nine-to-five job. Everything I was doing was basically set on my family. So with doing that, I had to make the change. I had to figure out how to make that change. And it, it, it basically came down to passive wealth for me. And um, about seven, eight years ago, I learned that, okay, I know, how to, I know how to acquire these properties, but let's stop selling these properties to make forty or $50,000, which the government's going to take you know, 40% of that anyway. Let's turn each one of these properties into an ATM machine for myself. And I did that, and I worked my numbers backwards. 
and in working my numbers backwards, I now have created within the first three years of doing that, I, I exceeded any amount of passive wealth I thought I can create. And I didn't create a job for myself anymore. So now, like yourself, I'm sitting here looking out of my window. I can't stand the snow. I'm a beach bum. I'm looking at my windows. There's no way I'm going outside today. But the money is still going to come in because not only do I have rental properties in emerging markets, but I also sell those properties to investors and I become the bank. So I learned a way that really generate the time. And to me, that became, that became success, generating time to do what I want, where I want, with whom I want, anytime I want. And the only way to do that is to really learn a way to do passive income. And it doesn't just have to be from real estate. I mean, there's people doing all sorts of business online. They're doing sales. Anything they're doing, they're creating passive income. And if you can create that and you really base it on your vision, well, then everything else changes. And when I say base it on your vision, I see deals all the time. I get deals across my desk all the time. And I'm sure they make a lot of money. And I get these multi-level marketing deals across my desk all the time. And I'm sure it makes a lot of money. It just doesn't meet my vision. If something doesn't meet my vision, I just turn away. I say, no, I'm not doing it. And I always tell people, the best deal is the ones you don't do. So uh, I hope that really sums it up. It made a short story very long. But I hope that kind of summed up why I do what I do. And uh, how I failed in this business pretty quick, Um, not very quick, but how I failed and how I changed things around. Well, I am being whispered in my ear that we have a caller on the line, Dan. Can we uh, take a call? Sure, of course. I'd love to. Outstanding. Let's put the caller through, Josh. Outstanding. Um, You have Dr. C on the line. Who's this? Hey, Doc. My name is Matt. I'm from Jersey. Hello, Matt from Jersey. What can we offer to you today? You have Dan live in person. I'll ask your question. Dan, I think you're truly an amazing person, and I really Thank love you, what you're doing, helping people. Thank you so much. Is there any questions you I, have I, that I, I can help you with? Yeah, I, I just I just wanted to ask, you know, what 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 makes you different, you know, from the other people that are out there that are calling themselves experts? Oh, great question. Great question. And I appreciate that. And I, I definitely, uh, I, I, it's hard because I don't even see myself as an expert. What I did is I see myself as just doing my business to change my goals and my visions to, uh, to, meet, my, to meet my family's needs or meet my needs. You know, my needs are actually living the lifestyle I want to live. Um, what I do a little different is um, I, when I do a deal, I really have multiple exit strategies in those deals, and those deals have to meet one of my exit strategies. And one of my exit strategies always has to be, I'm willing to hold that property in my portfolio. If I'm not willing to hold that property in my portfolio, I will not touch the deal. And why is because I don't know if somebody's going to turn around and be able to uh, buy that property for me. I don't know if somebody's going to be able to sell or finance that property for me. And I don't want a property in my portfolio that's going to take away from my time with my family and my friends, dealing with problem tenants, dealing with, you know, drug-infested areas, so on and so forth. So I think that's the difference is, and people value that in me. They know that any property I sell, I won't hold in my portfolio or I don't touch it. So I, you know, and doing this over time and not only doing this for myself, but I can't imagine a few hundred people already whose lives have changed doing this. I've helped people retire. I've helped them have their wife or husband retire. I've helped people build up enough in retirement income to pay their kids' college education. 
So it is, everyone has a different means, and we've been all helped, those people. So if that makes us an expert, so be it. Um, I just know for us, uh, we're just not out there educating. We're actually dealing in ourselves day in and day out. But that's a great question. Thanks for calling in, Matt. We appreciate it. Thank, thank you so much. If I wanted to get a book, I, I, I even see you have a book out. How would I get that? Yes, great. Uh, we do. It's called uh, Passive to Prosperous. You can go right to Amazon and type in Passive to Prosperous. We are. We were blessed that, like in the first hour, I think we were Amazon's bestseller, and we're now we're top one thousand books in Amazon. So we're actually doing uh, some book tours coming up in two thousand nineteen. Where I think we already have six of them booked. Uh, two in Florida and four in California. So we'll be hitting all the major metropolitan areas doing book signings, not only book signings, but we'll also do uh, one or two day trainings in each market that we're in. Oh, great. Well, thanks. I, I really appreciate it. And, you know, thanks for helping people like us out here. Uh, thanks for calling in. I appreciate it, Matt. It's nice meeting you. All right. Take care. Bye-bye. Well, Dan, let's kind of focus in that direction. As we uh, look at the second half of the show here, before we go to our next break, tell us a little bit about some of that. You and I have a a central friend that we have in Greg Reig as our mentor, and he has the difference between advice and counsel. So let's have you offer some counsel. What are the first things that we should do in order to be able to move down this path more effectively and maybe get there faster than you did based on the lessons you've done? (laughs) <laughs> well, it's a great question, and, and Greg is, is a genius when he talks about that. And, and so many people think they're experts out there, but I've never done the business. You know, it's like taking advice on how to lose weight from somebody that's way over or overweight. But um, some of the things you want first you want to do is you want to understand what your vision is, and that's so important because when I speak at events as a keynote speaker, I constantly talk about your vision and chasing your vision. And most people, most people's actions do not meet their vision. So they say, I want to do the same things that you're talking about, Dan, that you've done for your life, but then they're going out there and they're doing job creation tasks. Well, we'll never get them to where I'm at. So that's the first thing you need to do. You really need to understand your vision. Why are you doing this? Is it just to earn a couple extra dollars to buy a car? That's fine. There's nothing wrong with it. But is that your goal? Is it just that, hey, I I can get enough money to take my family on vacation this year? That's fine. Nothing wrong with it, but it's not my goal. It's not my vision. But if your vision matches mine, well, then your activity needs to make sure that you're creating passive wealth, whether you're obtaining rental properties or you're becoming a note holder, one of those things. But you need to create those rental properties truly is what I believe because I've seen people fail at this to actually become a note holder where you truly become a passive investor. Okay. Then secondly, you want to go back and you want to look at, okay, what markets do I want to be in? Where do I want to do this? What price ranges do I need to be in? What type of properties do I need? Um, how am I going to get these managed? And that's why turnkey rental properties are so important uh, because we set people up in a market where they don't have to really worry about it as much. And not that nothing's ever going to happen. I mean, there could be a tenant that uh, you have to evict. There could be a tenant that messes up a property. It happens. But overall, you're not looking at a short term. We're not looking at short term here. We're looking at what are your goals over the next three, five, ten years into retirement? How are you looking to leave the legacy? So if you start if you start that way and you start backwards, you'll do a lot better than hey I want to retire and have enough passive income so I don't need the government to take care of me. But I'm out there, I'm flipping a property, or I'm flipping twenty or thirty real estate properties, and then next year if the market changes, I have no money coming in. So 
So it's, we've it's talked to many how. business owners on this on this program, Dan, about having uh, investment rich but cash poor, where cash flow has got to be the bottom line when they are mm-hmm. a million dollar person um, in terms of their wealth online, but they don't have enough money to go to the grocery store because there's no active money coming in, even Correct. though it's through passive means. And therein lies Correct. a very interesting distinction. And we in academia call this an outcome-based thinking. And all it means is you start at the end and you work backwards. Because if you don't know where you're going, Mm -hmm. the challenge is how do you know when you get there? And this is often the point of people is be very clear about your goal and then look at the, you know, the tools in your toolbox to help you get there. And that's a different approach than many people. They just kind of start where they are and keep walking forward. People just don't understand how and exactly what you're saying. They just don't understand how to work backwards. It's very systematic in this business. If you can work backwards, if you realize, okay, this is my goal, and to get to that goal, this is how much money I'm going to need in this many years. So I want to retire in five years. This is how much money I'm going to need in retirement. Um, and, and this is what I have now. You work backwards. What people are doing is, and a lot of it is unfortunate because you have a lot of gurus out there. You have a lot of classes and groups and social media, and everybody everybody can be who they want to be on social media. It's very easy to say you you are somebody. Um, even books. I finally wrote our first book after seven years of being asked to write a book. And for so long, I didn't want to write a book because I felt like everybody wrote a book. And what am I going to write about that's different? And I finally said, you know what, I'm not going to. My book does have the how to's. But the most important part of my book, the game changer that set me apart is chapter one. And that's my why's. And because everybody has a why. If your why resonates with somebody else, well, then they're going to follow you. And they're going to understand that what you're doing and the hows are going to meet the whys. But uh, if you work backwards, you could do this and you could be very successful. When I speak on stage, I constantly, constantly challenge people. And not to pat myself on the back, but I think I'm probably becoming one of the best keynote speakers that's out there because I'm giving, it, I'm giving real value at this point. And I'm challenging people. And when I challenge people, I'm always asking them, you know, what are you doing? Uh, how are you doing it? How much money are you making? And I always get some wise person stands up and think they're doing great. But when we're done, when we realize what their vision is, they're failing faster than you could imagine. And they were only in the business a couple of years and they don't have anything for the future. So you really need to plan for your future. And if you do that right, like I say, work backwards, then you could put everything, all the other pieces go in place. And that's what we train people is how to put those pieces in place working backwards. Outstanding. Well, on that note, we're going to have to take a break. We've got to pay the bills with our sponsors. So we are talking with Dan Zikowski here. We will be right back after we hear from our sponsors. So don't go away. He's got many more helpful tips for you when we come back. So stay tuned. I'm Dr. C with Fail Faster, Succeed Sooner. We'll be right back. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Are you a graduate or doctoral student pursuing your master's or doctorate degree? Do you continue to struggle with your writing to meet university expectations? Hire an award-winning editing and coaching team to help you earn that degree faster. We provide individualized programs to meet your unique needs graduation awaits call us to make your appointment today the first call is free contact dr cheryl lentz at 702-719-9214 or at refractivethinker.com that's refractivethinker.com have you had a chance to check out voice america's online magazine and blog 
If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective, plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access, all the time. Congratulations on obtaining your doctorate degree and your first university faculty position. Well done. The university expects you to publish, and you don't know where to begin. Contact the Refractive Thinker Team, the premier academic publishing house, where discriminating scholars publish with purpose. To learn more about the 16-time award-winning series just for doctoral scholars, contact Dr. Cheryl Lentz at 702-719-9214 or visit the website refractivethinker.com. That's refractivethinker.com. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You're tuned in to Fail Faster, Succeed Sooner. To reach Dr. C or her guest today, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. Or send an email to Dr. Cheryl Lentz at gmail.com. Now, back to Fail Faster, Succeed Sooner. Here's Dr. C. And welcome back. This is Dr. C, Dr. Cheryl Lentz, uh, Fail Faster, Succeed Sooner. And we've been talking about Dan and his book regarding the true idea and the concept of working backwards. And this seems to be a, a different challenge for many people. And I will offer you something that's very iconic. And I use this in my teaching all late time from the Alice in Wonderland story. Alice comes to the fork in the road. She looks up at the Cheshire cat and asks, which way do I go? And the Cheshire Cat answers, if you don't know where you're going, any path will do. And so how iconic is this that we're looking at, Dan, and the fact that this is what the problem is for many people, quite simply, is they get in the car and they start driving, but they don't know where the end destination is. And so they just keep driving and they often wander around in the desert, as opposed to knowing exactly when you leave the house, where you're going and putting the coordinates in the GPS, so you know when you get there. And for someone who, like exactly. me, is very challenged with directions, I mean, I can tell you up and down, but can't find my way out of a closet, I would never consider leaving the house without my phone, my GPS, and probably written directions as a backup, just because I'm so <laughs> ill-prepared, and I have absolutely no sense of direction, but that's probably the skill set that I have now, is because I would never leave the house without knowing where the end destination is. I know exactly where I want to go in business, and it took me a while to figure out the right people and resources, like yourself, to help get me there. So I didn't, the destination wasn't the problem. The finding the right people to help me get there has now been resolved and now I'm well on my way. But this is something that I know is a very different perspective. They just get in the car and start driving. Well, let's, let's take America. Let's take people in general. People in general know they want to retire one day, right? They know they want to, they know they don't want to be serving to the government and social security to retire. Right. They they, uh, they spend more time planning their vacation than they do their retirement. Um, they hand over their money to financial advisors or to banks. They know that the banks aren't paying them any money, but they don't want to take the steps necessary to learn how to control their own path. 
And I don't know if it's a laziness thing. I don't know if it's an ignorant thing. I don't know if it's uh, put your head in the sand. I don't know what it is. Um, and there's, you know, there's very few people like yourself or I that really ask questions and ask why. And I do this all the time. I deal with a lot of people who are using financial advisors, and I don't want to say anything bad about a financial advisor because they're doing their job and they're out there to make money. Uh, most financial advisors are poor themselves. Uh, they don't they don't do very well in investing. But when you sit there and you ask a financial, you ask anyone who's invested in their money, and you could do this yourself. Go out and ask people you know. Say, are you with a financial advisor? Are you putting your money in a 401k? Um, and ask them where they're investing their money. And what they'll tell you is, hey, I'm investing my money in, you know, Charles Schwab, Fidelity, TIA-CREF, uh, a number of places. And then you start to dig a little further, because this is what I do all the time. I say, okay, what are you putting your money into there? Okay, your money, that's, that's holding your money. What is your money being invested in? So now you're going to lose. It's like a funnel. You're going to lose probably 30 to 40% of the people at that point that says, well, uh, mutual funds, some might say bonds, some might say annuities, if they know that much. And you go a little bit further. It's okay, you're buying a mutual fund. What stocks are in that mutual fund? Now you probably lost most of them at that point. If the few you have, go a little bit further. Ask them questions like, what is the P&E? Is it a dividend? Uh, and then if you get even as far as that, if they know those answers, if you ask them that last question, so what kind of commissions are you paying to your advisor? Nobody. I've never gotten an answer yet. And I've done this thousands and thousands of times. I've never gotten an answer yet. And let me explain to people that, that how important this is. If you have a financial advisor and you're paying 25 to 3.5% commission to an advisor, and cost of living, you'll agree that cost of living goes up about 3 to 5% a year, correct? Correct. And now you're losing money. I can right. do the math. <laughs> so even if you make yourself 6%, you're breaking even. But why are you not taking, why are the people not taking action or taking, uh, caring enough about their finances? I, when I start showing, when I break this down in the spreadsheet about reverse amortization and velocity of money and how much money you actually lose doing this, and it, it, they're just setting themselves up. It's, it's just crazy that we talk about a path, right? And this all started with, hey, I have a navigation. I get a path. I know where I want to be. And I don't disagree. I don't think that anyone you ask is going to say, when I retire, I want to be poor. I want to be destitute. I want to, I want to rely on the government for Social Security, Medicaid, um, sorry, Medicare. I don't think anybody wants that. I don't think anybody says, I don't want to help my kids pay for college education. If that's what they choose to do. Okay. But they're not taking the action. So what I'm saying is their vision is one thing, but their actions are different. Well, how do we get people? Because they don't teach this in schools. That's a big problem. Mm. Our parents aren't educated enough usually to learn this because unless they're entrepreneurs themselves and my parents weren't. So they don't have the ability to teach us. They don't teach this at all in school. Schools, kids come out and they cannot even balance a checkbook. They can't write a check. They can't sign a check. They can't address an envelope to their parents if they needed to. This is the problems going on with, with this world right now. So you well, I think it's even more put- than that, Dan, is let me interrupt for just a moment. When you ask that sure. question of when you have those conversations with people at work, and I remember having a conversation when I was very young, right out of school, and they were saying, well, gee, we got a raise this year, but the raise was 1%. And I said, we lost money. And they looked at me and said, what do you mean? Right. We're getting more money. And it's like, no, the cost of living was 3%. We made 1%. That means we're still on the whole 2%. And their eyes told me, deer in the headlights, that they had no comprehension that this wasn't a raise. It was literally, they were still lo- losing money at that job because of how that, and that differential, they couldn't compute. And I looked at them going, wow. 
Right. And Social Security doesn't even go up a full 3%. So you're losing money in your Social Security every year. I mean, you're losing buying power. So why aren't we taking control of this? And, you know, we have so many, I have so many people I've helped in this business, but what it really kills me is when I have some family and friends that I see them suffering and they don't take action, but they'll put a ton of money in a bank. They'll put a ton of money with a financial advisor and ask anyone. I mean, you do this, doctor, say you go do this yourself. You go ask people you know and just ask them a couple of questions and let's see what, what comes out of it. You'll let me know. And it's just absolutely that, that well, they will and spend I'm- more time planning their vacations than they will planning their retirement. Oh, absolutely. And I think the interesting thing is also is no decision is a decision. And they may miss that part because they think that if they just put their money in the bank. And I remember when I was a kid, you know, it was paying eight, nine percent. Now it pays 0.08 percent, if that if even that. And they look at this going, but that's what I'm told to do. And I want to put it away and I want to forget about it. And then suddenly they get close to retirement. And they're looking at, well, where's all this money I was promised? And then they're looking at having a hard time at the age of 40 or 50 playing catch up if they want to retire at 62 or 65 or even 70. I mean, I have no folks who are still working at 75 and 80 simply because of what happened with the stock market because they put all of their eggs in that basket. When it came down to retirement, they lost the basket. And so it's pretty scary when you're looking at the ability of having expectations and then not following up on that and taking the exact action. But I love your point. It's like, yes, most people spend more time planning their vacation than planning their retirement. And the fact that I've focused on it so long as this age that I'm not wanting to work until I'm 75. No one ever died wishing they'd work more. Or what happens is you work for 30, 40 years, and then six months later you drop dead. That's not my idea of a good time. I want to be able to be young (laughs) enough to be able to afford the options that I want and not have to assume. And here's another thing that I think is wise counsel. Efforts are not outcomes. The world is not going to exactly. know how hard you work. It's going to only see how much make money is in the bank account to give you the lifestyle if you want. So if you have want more money, you're going to have to work harder. But it's not a an effort in futility when people will say, well, I'm working hard. I'm like, yes, and if working hard were A's, you'd all get them. But that's not how it works. Exactly. So before we end our our show with you today, Dan, I want people to have the ability to get in touch with you. So give us the opportunity to have social media, email, phone number. How can people continue the conversation with you? Sure. They, they can email me, uh, Dan, at ZatovskyCapitalManagement.com. So Z-I-T-O-F-S-K-Y, CapitalManagement.com. Or they can go to uh, – we, we did put together a free uh, seven-point cheat sheet. Uh, they go to PassiveWealthAcademy.com forward slash 42K. Uh, they can sign up and they'll get a free cheat sheet from us. Um, and on social media, uh, they can find us. Uh, they can look up my name. I also have a group page, uh, Become a Real Estate Investor with Dan Zatowski. They can register to be on our group page. And we put a lot of free content out on there as well. And we, we do some, some special deals on there. But um if I can help anybody, just reach out, and I will be glad to you know get back to you and try to help you and answer your questions. But um, the most important thing, like I said, is really working backwards. And last thing I'll leave you with is I get up on stage, and the other thing I always tell people is I ask them kind of how much they want to make in a month or a year or in retirement. And I get the numbers, you know, 10000 30000 20000 whatever it might be. And I tell them, I said, look, if I told you right now I can make you $200 a month, would you, would you be impressed? And it doesn't get a lot of hands. 
But when I start telling them about how many doors we have and how many times we make two to five hundred dollars every month, well, then the mounts start dropping on the floor. And it doesn't take a long time, as long as you think. I don't, I don't portray this as a get-rich-quick scheme. But if you learn the value of money and the velocity of money the right way, you can really make a difference in your life, your family's life, generational wealth. And it's not that hard. And if you learn these tricks and the trade of tax benefits and IRAs and 401ks and cover deals and health savings accounts, you become an expert in the field, which doesn't take a long time. We can actually help people get there. So with that, I, I, you know, I hope I gave a lot and I'm glad to help anybody that's on the show. We are so grateful that you were able to join us. Again, listeners, you're listening to Dan Sikofsky, and we are looking at the founder of Creating True Passive Wealth. So we will come back right after these messages. Dan, thank you so much for your fabulous counsel in there, and we hope to talk with you again. We will be right back after these short messages for our sponsor. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Congratulations on obtaining your doctorate degree and your first university faculty position. Well done. The university expects you to publish, and you don't know where to begin. Contact the Refractive Thinker Team, the premier academic publishing house, where discriminating scholars publish with purpose. To learn more about the 16-time award-winning series just for doctoral scholars, contact Dr. Cheryl Lentz at 702-719-9214 or visit the website refractivethinker.com. That's refractivethinker.com. The latest business information is made simple with the Voice America Business Network. The professionals in the business world bring you live talk radio shows featuring an array of business topics, strategies for building wealth, sales and marketing, stock trading, investing, and business technology. Voice America business hosts are professionals in their fields and bring to the airwaves weekly business discussions that offer up-to-date information, advice, and education. The Voice America Business Network. The bottom line in business talk. Are you a graduate or doctoral student pursuing your master's or doctorate degree? Do you continue to struggle with your writing to meet university expectations? Hire an award-winning editing and coaching team to help you earn that degree faster. We provide individualized programs to meet your unique needs. Graduation awaits. Call us to make your appointment today. The first call is free. Contact Dr. Cheryl Lentz at 702-719-9214 or at refractivethinker.com. That's refractivethinker.com. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You're tuned in to Fail Faster, Succeed Sooner. To reach Dr. C or her guest today, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. Or send an email to Dr. Cheryl Lentz at gmail.com. Now, back to Fail Faster, Succeed Sooner. Here's Dr. C. 
And we're back. Thank you for joining us. What a terrific opportunity to talk with someone who has accomplished much in his life with regard to changing people's lifestyle, changing their mindset, changing their ability to meet the dreams that they have. As Dan indicated, as has Dr. Aaron and others, failure isn't the outcome we expected. We didn't wake up and said, well, gee, you know, I want to, you know, retire poor and I want to live in a trailer home and I want to be able to do all these things because my life didn't quite turn out the way it wanted to. That's not our goal. Our goal was to plan for success. But when the action doesn't match the outcome, when we plan more time taking our vacation, we plan more time going into debt than getting out of it. We plan more time for all of these immediacy things instead of the long-term things. By the time we get within a few years of retirement, there's not enough time typically to make up lost ground, particularly when we look at compounding interest and when we look at opportunities for passive investing, investing in real estate, owning properties, uh, et cetera, et cetera, so that you can leverage these abilities to work while you sleep. Again, as I mentioned, the idea is for many of us is to be able to have control over our time. And by having control over our time, we get the ability to say what we want to do, who we want to do it with, how often we want to do it, how much we want to spend. Unfortunately, if we don't take the right action and in in the right order and the right sequence and with enough time to recover, by the time we do get to retirement, because we didn't focus on these areas, many are finding out they can't afford to retire or they can't afford to retire in the lifestyle to which they had hoped to become accustomed. And that's why it's even interesting is if you look at the history of lottery winners, many people think that the lottery is the, the answer to their prayers. And the answer is, I don't know if it's as high as 60 or 70% of those who have won sizable lotteries are broke within the matter of a couple of years. Why? It's because it's their habits of how they budget, how they spend money, and they just go through it and go through it and go through it without that planning for the future that at one point they may have had a million dollars and now they are the same income level they were before because the habits are not there. The actions are not there. They didn't plan for the future. I like to tell my students, first we plan our work, then we work our plan. The question is, many people don't want to work the plan. No, they might do it for a couple of months. They might just put things away and and hope and pray, right? The hope and pray strategy. The question is, this is real action that you are in control of, of being able to do some homework. Find people like Dan to be part of your investment team. He's on my investment team and we've done several deals together. And it's amazing. The reason I like Dan and his abilities is he's willing to teach. Many people are struggling with the ability to learn about what they need to learn and they will just do and be an expert instead of teaching you why. And I spent a lot of time talking with Dan to say, okay, this is what we're doing now. Help me understand why. Help me understand what I need to do so that next time I have the ability to do it myself. And I want to be able to offer the idea of all these things he's talking about and having a solo 401k and having an IRA and and looking at the failure to success stories. Remember, failure is only permanent if we let it. And the idea is, as he was explaining, he had a failed model. My company had a failed business model. We had to adjust. I had to fail, you know, through several marriages and I had to adjust. And the idea is now, where are you and where are you going and what action are you taking in order to make sure that you are exactly where you want to go? That's that outcome-based thinking. The idea is start at the end and work backwards. 
start at the end, know exactly where you're going to end up, and then hire people like Dan, hire people like Greg Reed, hire people like uh, coaches, but not those who say they can do it, but those who've actually done it. I make sure that anyone I work with, they have to have the proof is in the results. If I want someone to coach me through a million-dollar business, I make sure they have one first. So the idea is plan your work, then work your plan. And then you have to make sure that you keep taking those actions over and over and over again to make sure that you're still on track with the plan. So I want to say thank you for our guest today and joining us. I'm Dr. Cheryl Lentz. And make sure that you can continue the conversation. We are excited to have a caller caller call in to be able to share with us today and to continue that conversation with both Dan and me going forward. We have the Twitter.com account, um, DrSherylentz.com. We have our Facebook.com, Success Through Failure. We have our accounts on LinkedIn and my email account, DrSherylentz at gmail.com. And if you aren't able to join us live, be sure not to miss a beat and visit our Voice America page to listen to all of our previous shows because they are recorded and they are available on Voice America as well as iTunes. So as I close the show today, make sure that you are the one that's leading in the dance of failure. Make sure that you're the one that is working your plan and you hire the experts to make sure that the plan going forward is the most effective way forward. So we look forward to offering you these tips. Remember the difference between advice and counsel each and every week when you come back to visit us in there. So until our next time, I'm Dr. Cheryl Lentz, Fail Faster, Succeed Sooner, and I will see you next week as we learn these failure to success stories so that we can be the best that we can be. So when you dance with the dance of failure, just make sure you lead. I'm Dr. Cheryl Lentz. I appreciate you joining me today, and we will see you next week. Thanks for joining us. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us this week for Fail Faster, Succeed Sooner with Dr. C, the academic entrepreneur. Dr. Cheryl Lentz invites you to listen again next Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. It's time for you to find your success. We'll talk again next week.